0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was amazing.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to Cowboys Talk. I'm Rahul. This is Ritika. We're a brother and sister duo that love the Cowboys, and we're going to be talking about everything Cowboys here. Uh, make sure to hit that subscribe button below and subscribe to us so you can get all the newest episodes from our podcasts and follow us throughout the off season and during the season. And make sure to listen for us uh, or find us on wherever you listen to your podcasts at Cowboys Talk. So what are we talking about today?
0: Sure. So first, let's talk about Dak Prescott. So, condolences to Dak Prescott and his family. Dak had lost his older brother, Jace Prescott, who passed away on Friday, April 24th. Jace was only 31 years old. He played as an offensive lineman a decade ago at Northwestern State in Louisiana, where Dak, Jace, and their older brother, Tad, grew up. Prayers go out to Dak and his family. This news is just heartbreaking, um, and I cannot imagine what Dak is going through right now. He lost his older brother his mother Peggy Brescott who died of colon cancer in 2013 so just the loss of uh, their brother is just devastating so condolences to Dak and his family
1: yeah I know losing his mother was really really hard on Dak and this one's gonna just add on to that it's a terrible terrible thing to happen um I remember just recently uh, um we saw his, uh, both his brothers on that uh, Campbell Soup commercial with Dak, um, just a terrible thing to happen. Um, yeah, so my prayers to Dak and his family, just a really sad thing to happen. And hopefully he can stay strong for himself and the rest of his family around him, make it through this. All
0: right, so the show must go on. The- should now talk about the NFL draft, which is probably the biggest thing that's happened all this year aside from the coronavirus. So let's talk about the Cowboys draft. So I think our overall draft grade for the Cowboys would be an A <laughs> And here's why. It's probably the most smartest and most successful draft we've had yet. So let's list off all of the players that we selected during this 2020 draft. Round one with the number 17 overall pick is C.D. Lamb, receiver from Oklahoma. Round two, number 51 overall pick is Trayvon Diggs, cornerback from Alabama. Round three, number 82 overall pick, Neville Gallimore, defensive... Defensive Tackle, Oklahoma. <laughs> round four, number one, uh, 123 overall pick, Reggie Robinson, cornerback from Tulsa. Round four, number 146 overall pick, tra- um, Tyler Vidash corner from Wisconsin. Round five, number 179 overall pick, Bradley Anae, defensive end from Utah. And last but not least, round six, Number 231 overall pick, Ben DiNucci, quarterback from James Madison. So let's break down these draft picks. So our first round pick, C.D. Lamb. What do you have to say?
1: Let me just say that today, I've got Patron poured up in my cup and I am celebrating because this was one hell of a draft for the Cowboys. Getting C.D. Lamb and Trayvon Diggs, unbelievable. I don't think anybody expected both of these guys to be available at the spots where we were at, especially C.D. Lamb. Nobody thought C.D. Lamb would fall down up to their – well, I guess there was – I think it was um, Todd McShay had it on his, his mock draft, but most everybody had him going around like uh, pick 11 or 12. Um, but, boy, did we get lucky with getting C.D. Lamb where we did. Um, and another thing that I love is that Eagles couldn't get him because I know they really wanted this guy too. It was awesome. I loved it. I loved it. And I got love this pick. He. This guy is going to be really good. He um, has that, um, you know, that go-getter thing that Des Bryant used to have where he can throw it up. He's got that, you know, that leap where he can go up and get that ball, great hands. The um,
0: new era Des Bryant, Michael Irvin mixed in one.
1: Yeah, I like him. Really good. He's going to do great for us. Um, he's going to fill in that slot that we had left from Randall Cobb um, for that slot position, and he's a speed guy, man. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. I'm really excited for him. Um, great pick. Yep.
0: Great you know, pick. This is me. the first time we selected a receiver sent in the first round since Des Bryant, which was – Ten years ago, um, I think the issue would be what we should talk about is what CD's contract price going to be. Um, you know, Cooper got a five-year deal, hundred million, and we have other players that got paid recently, like Zeke. Um, so we're definitely going to see some imbalances with the salary cap, but I think that can be adjusted. And you know, Jerry's always got a plan.
1: So I know Dion. I uh, had this concern about um, CD's value hitting us later on, uh, hitting the salary cap. Uh, but that's something we'll deal with later on down the road. We don't know what's going to happen, who's still going to be around, you know, what our salary cap is going to look like down the road. But for now, you got to go and get that guy. If, he, if he's available at that position, just like what we did with um, Zeke, uh, we didn't have an immediate need for a running back at that time, but, If a guy like – if a talent like Zeke is there at that position, you go and get him. You get him and look at what he's done for us. I mean, that CD is going to be around for a long time. He's a talented dude. Um, Young, he's going to be around for a while, and we have him for cheap right now. And our window is right now as well. We have a young, talented squad right now. So get him on, build him, and grow, man. Like this – This this team has what it takes to win the division and go into the playoffs. I mean, they did it two years ago. They had some weaknesses on defense, and I think we addressed a lot of it in the offseason right now. Um, Still have to see how everything comes together with a new defensive coordinator. Um, But, you know, I think it's a step in the right direction. I I love this pick uh, with CD. I think it's good. Yep.
0: I think the best thing about having CD is that it will allow the Cowboys to put more pressure on those A-list defenses because everything, every time that we see the Cowboys playing those type of defenses is, you know, all men on Amari. So I think this will allow the Cowboys to spread the coverage between him and Amari. So it kind of gives us more will, will room um, on the field as well.
1: Yeah. Right, and then, and then right after him, we got Trayvon Diggs, brother of Stefan Diggs. And this dude is good, he is talented, he is filling in that big hole that we had that we talked about last time with uh Byron Jones leaving. We needed a solid cornerback, and this guy is gonna be it.
0: He I still can't believe Byron went to the Dolphins. <sighs>
1: I know, I know. The Dolphins have so many Cowboys that they've got from us. I think it's uh Byron, uh Taco Charlton, and um, Alan Hearns. Uh, and now today they just got um Kayvon Fraser. Um, so Miami mm-hmm. Cowboys, man, they're on the on the ups Yee-haw. right now. Uh, and how about Miami right now with Tua in the first round? They. <laughs> So I live in Miami, in case if you guys are not aware. And uh, everybody else that I know here in Miami that are big Dolphin (laughs) fans, thrilled and on cloud nine right now. They've been chanting Tank for Tua for so long. Um, And I know some of them were like, oh, maybe Joe Burrow would have been great. But I think Tua is going to be a good fit for them here. They're they're super happy over here. And they got some good
0: Dolphins are now on the road to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, right yeah <laughs> Miami Dolphins in the Super Bowl <laughs> I don't know how that goes in the same line <laughs> I guess people could say that about us lately well whatever um but yeah so um yeah really like Diggs man he's he was a much needed like asset to have on defense for us um yep. We haven't had like you know like a solid like the, the one thing that we lacked in last time that uh, we talked as well was we we were terrible at turnovers yep, and I was I just think, about
0: to say that that's his best yeah. trait.
1: I think this this addition to our defense is going to be very very helpful him and yep. um, uh, haha in the back. Yep. I think that's a solid like I mean, secondary for us.
0: Yep. Um, it's good man. I mean, he's he's coming from Alabama. So, you know, he has all the skills and trainings you need to succeed in the NFL. I mean, last season he had three interception and 11 pass breakups. Um, so I think he's, he's our future. You know, we have a and Jordan Lewis um, entering their final year in their contract. So we know that Diggs is going to be here for the long run.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so, that having, – having Trayvon Diggs um, and then going after a defensive tackle, a cornerback, a center, these were all the positions where we needed to fill in. And we got some really good talent over there. Like, Diggs was another one of those that we did not expect, like, to have him at that spot where we were at. We got him at 51st overall. and. Yeah. He, the fact that he fell down that far is great for us great for us and i loved how like while all the nfl gms and coaches are out uh drafting from you know their house with their kids and everything jerry jones is flexing <laughs> on his two million dollar yacht <laughs> is
0: it a million dollar yacht is it a submarine <laughs> yeah
1: no at first i thought he was <laughs> a submarine or something like where is he and then I remember, like, of course he's on his yacht. He could have easily done it from one of his, like, amazing facilities that he has over in Texas. But, no, this guy wanted what to flex that? his yacht.
0: What was that one meme we saw where it said he's on um, – he's in his Bond lair?
1: <laughs> the what lair? Oh, the, bond, the, the bond evil Bond lair. <laughs> <laughs> the evil Bond villain. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. But that's what it looked like. It was awesome. <laughs> hey, I would have done the same if I had a $200 million yeah. yacht. I'd be drafting from there too. It was like, what's up?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great yeah. flex,
1: Classic Jerry, man. Stay flexing.
0: And um, you know, one thing I love about Diggs, just side fun fact, um, that he's Stefan Diggs' younger brother. So it's nice to see another, um, sibling duo in the NFL.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then, um, Tyler, um, Edage? Yep. Edage? Well, before, I don't know how well
0: before him, let's talk about uh, Reggie Robinson, the round four pick,
1: yeah. the quarterback Reggie from Robinson. Tulsa. Yes. Yeah. So, Reggie Robinson, the second, <laughs> um, another cornerback, um, also had a great year at Tulsa. Um, we have two young cornerbacks now with. Trevon and Reggie both and you know we haven't I, I I don't remember the last time we've like drafted so many cornerbacks I think mean, aside from Byron Jones I don't remember who all we've gotten recently where we've tried to get like you know like higher up um, in the draft um, but you know like we, we've we've got these two young guys who are talented that we can develop and, you know, mm-hmm. like have them grow. I mean, uh, with Byron too, Byron came in as a safety, I believe, and we had him convert over to a cornerback, um, and turned out really good for us. And Byron, like, you know, was, he's, he's a super talented dude and he was able to adjust and do really well. He was just
0: yeah.
1: a shutdown machine on that side, man. Like nobody would throw onto his side cause he was on them. Um, And hopefully, you know, we can build these guys up and and they can, you know, be the same kind of talent that Byron was. um, Because we really need help um, at that position. And I think that's going to be really good for us. Um, And after that, we have Tyler. That was a very necessary position to fill up. And he's from Wisconsin as well
0: we made a big move with him. We traded up with Philadelphia for yeah. the final pick of the fourth round for him right so he comes Holy he comes Christ. with a price
1: yeah we're 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 talking to them now. we're on talking terms <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a it was a rare trade made between the Cowboys and the Eagles. We don't right. usually do that but cool to see
0: so we know that Travis Frederick had retired earlier in the off season um But it's interesting and some nice background information that um, they both went to the same program. They're both coming from Wisconsin. And but as you still watch so much film on Travis Frederick back in college, and he wanted to mold his game just like his, Um, and he even played in Dallas back in 2017. So it's interesting to see that they both come from the same program. And, you know, hopefully that just flows through with his game as well.
1: Dude, if he can be anything like Travis Frederick, we're good you are gucci
0: i love gosh.
1: it i would love it and by the way i forgot to mention this can we talk about when cd lamb was drafted <laughs> the video <laughs> that came out and his girl went to get the phone <laughs> and even and, though he's on the phone talking to jerry he's like no you ain't <laughs> and that phone so right let's
0: there. let's clear this up though so let's let's hear CD's side of the story he did tweet out and he said that it wasn't like that. So he's claiming that she didn't snatch his phone to see anything. But I mean, there's always two sides to a story. But nonetheless, it was funny. Um, it went viral. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he was caught on camera. Of course he had to say that. What's I loved, say?
0: My favorite part was the head shake <laughs> after he took it.
1: Oh, the, the, like, oh man, this is on camera. Let's just play it off. Like,
0: uh, no.
1: <laughs> That's funny. But you know, she's cool with it. It's like, uh, I'll put up with it. You're getting the NFL money now.
0: <laughs> Whatever.
1: <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. Um, that was hilarious. So.
0: Back to um, dash. So, yeah. you know, his best trait is that. It's his competitive toughness and his leadership ability to really anchor an offensive line. And I feel like we really need that. You know, our offensive yeah. line struggled so much last year. You know, mm. he has top yeah. tier strength. He latches on to people for dear life and doesn't let go. We had so many missed opportunities last year, you know, with our old line. So yeah. I think this guy is the answer to our prayers.
1: For sure. For sure. Yeah. And then, um, Bradley Anae, Hawaiian dude, um, edge rusher. I, I saw a video clip of him, like, doing a backflip uh, off a little uh, cliff into the water when he was in Hawaii. This dude is athletic. He's, <laughs> he's athletic, uh, and he's speedy, man. He, he is speedy. Um, yep. I don't know how he's going to transition into the NFL, but, um, I think he needs a little bit more size, Um, but I think he has potential. Um,
0: He earned all American honors with 13 sacks, 14 tackles. So wow, pretty good.
1: Yeah, really good. Really good. I mean, there's definitely potential there. Um, I just want to see how he develops. Um, Yeah. And he's got some um, really, really good mentors over there to look up to and, like, learn from. Uh, on that, on that um, D-line and, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, on, on the edge. So I'm excited to see how, how he develops and how he transitions into the NFL mm-hmm. and on that Cowboys defense. And then um, right after him was the, uh, the quarterback pick that we picked up late, 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 late in the draft.
0: We're not um, expecting him.
1: <laughs> ben DiNucci. And I saw uh, a film on him, and I actually like this guy. I like this pick. He's good. good. He's, he's, yeah, he was a good find. Um, yeah. He has that, you know, that elusiveness to break tackles, get free, and, you know, make that play. The kind of stuff that Romo used to do, like, you know, it was exciting to watch. Is like when the line was collapsing, he doesn't give up on the play. He's still spinning, finding that, you know, uh, open space to get at, but still keeping mm-hmm. his eyes down the field. And this guy was doing that in the clips that I saw. I didn't get a chance to watch his, you know, yes. the entire game, um, see how he was throughout the whole game. But from what I saw in the highlights, I mean, the technique was there. Um, mm-hmm. He has field presence. Um, he, he's not afraid to run. Um, I mean, there's good potential. We need a solid
0: percent Completion rate, twenty-nine yeah. touchdowns, six interceptions. So it's not bad.
1: Really good, really good, yep. really good. Small school guy, yep. um, but I mean, yep. so was Romo. <laughs> he yep. came from a small school, um, but yeah, I think there's definitely something there. I think I think I'm excited to. I know, I'm excited to see how he does, and this preseason will probably be a better um, way for us to be able to tell how really how good he is. Yep.
0: I mean, um, it gives it gives McCarthy an opportunity to really develop the quarterback. You know, he's fresh yeah, out of college, yeah, yeah. he had some depth, competition.
1: I, as much as I like Cooper Rush, he is not a solution. I don't trust him to lead us through the rest of the season if Dak was to go down at any point or miss any games. Um,
0: we can always get John. And I don't know how much
1: I trust Ben DiNucci either. <laughs> you know, I I wish we had some like, some solid veteran like
0: John, John Kitna,
1: <laughs> right? Like, well, yeah, let's call John Kitna back from uh, <laughs> teaching as a substitute teacher to come back and play for Romo. But John Kitna is coaching, uh, coaching the quarterbacks right now. Um, and Hey, Kitna did a great job with Dak last year. You could see the improvement that Dak had. Dak had his best year last year. And I mean, I'll give it to Kitna. You know what I mean? he that was the biggest difference that we made. So, yeah. and it showed. So I, I, I give him the credit for what Dak was able to uh, do last year. Yep. The rest of it. I mean, wins and loss. I'm not going to put it all on one position. It's, it's a team effort, mm-hmm. but Dak did show a lot of improvement all around good. last year. So Kitna did good. Um, yep. Let's see how we can do with Ben. I'm I'm curious to see how, how he does um, come preseason, yeah. and hopefully he's good because we need that backup quarterback, man. We need a solid backup quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know I we remember had. Remember what our... happened when
1: Roma went down, and we had like a close to like a winless season. Oh
0: gosh, the haters would like to say which win was that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. We had like four wins or something like that. I don't know. It was, oh it was bad, terrible.
0: Um, you know, I know we had our eyes on Jalen Hurts, especially after seeing um Jerry talk to him for so many weeks and getting our hopes up. And you know, pun intended, it hurts even more to see him drafted uh by the Eagles. But
1: <laughs> well, what's funnier is that that uh, Eagles uh death chart now says <laughs> Wentz Hurts, which is awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Okay, so... you. I know uh, the Packers are getting so much heat for drafting a quarterback higher up uh, when uh, Aaron Rodgers really needed that help. I mean, they're a 13-win team, and you're going to go out and get a replacement for the guy that helped you win when, like, you were down most of the games and he had to rally around and try to win. Same could be said for the Eagles right now. You just drafted a quarterback in the second round. And he's a solid quarterback that probably could have started for most of the teams in the NFL. And you're going to put him on a, on the team with a guy that you just paid what $32 million. Um, and you don't think there's going to be drama there. If Wentz goes down, Jalen comes in and has even a short-term success, there is going to be noise to cut. Whence, let bygones be got bygones, and make some room on that on that salary cap, and get more other 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 help, and get rid it's of a guy contact. who's always hurt. Yep. For
0: hurt. I mean, there's de- there's definitely going to be some um, controversy in Philadelphia. So, but what's well, new?
1: I'm excited for it. Yep. That's going to be awesome to watch. All
0: right, so let's talk about the rest of the league. Um, how do you think they did? Who made the biggest splash? Um, what do you have?
1: Um, first of all, let's talk about Joe Burrow going to the Bengals.
0: Oh my goodness, the ultimate Tiger King. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> Joe Exotic <laughs> going to the Bengals, which is awesome because Bengals are also Tigers. Yep. So it's. I don't know how this is going to turn out because Bengals are another team where quarterbacks go to die.
0: Yep. So
1: I feel Hopefully. bad for him because he's, he's a talented guy going to a very crappy team. I know. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they, they are changing things around over there. I don't know much like about like who all they have. Who's their running back right now? I don't even know.
0: I don't
1: know. Yeah, look that up while while we're doing this. But so Joe Burrow, he had a lot of success last year at LSU, but I mean like he doesn't have that much of a body of work to be able to show, like, okay, is he consistent? He had a great year, but was it the system? Was it the system that helped him be that good? So it's you know, it's one of those like, let's see how he does in the brand new system. Um That doesn't have that, you know, like top-tier caliber players that LSU did um, last year, where they had a pretty dominant squad, like all around, and were able to be dominant on both sides of the field, and that helped enable him a little bit. I mean, that's not to take anything away from Joe Burrow and everything that he did last year. The dude is talented.
0: So their current running back is Joe Mixon, Um, Uh, who's holding out, but. They just signed um, an undrafted free agent, um, Deva Whaley. He's coming out of Arkansas. so. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Joe Mixon, I don't trust him either. I mean, uh-huh. he wasn't that great of a running back. And see, that, no. this is what I'm talking about. I mean, why wouldn't they go out and get another really good running back to help A rookie quarterback, because that's something you really need. Why was Dak able to be so good? He had a really (laughs) good running back over there. When you're a rookie quarterback, you need something else, like a solid run game, to help back you up. Otherwise, they're all the defense is just going to be solely focused on your wide receivers. They're going to be double teaming your number one receiver. Which last year, AJ Green was hurt the entire year. I remember I had him on my fantasy team, and now every week I'm like, all right, this is the week. This is the week. A.J. Green's coming back. He's healthy now. He'll be coming back. Nope. A.J. Green, not good enough to return yet. Not good enough to return yet. Is he going to be 100% next year? I don't know. I don't know. So, I don't know about the Bengals. um, And I don't know how Joe Burrow is going to do for them. But I hope him well. I'd like to see the Bengals have a little bit of success finally. Yep. You know, early in
0: the draft, this was before – we selected CD and I saw CJ Henderson, the cornerback from Florida, which was on my top prospect list and me being a Florida alumni. Um, I was really sad to see him go to the Jaguars. Um, Jaguar fans themselves have mixed feelings about him. Um, but yeah, I think, I think they made a pretty good pick with him. Um, we had a lot of quarterbacks going out this draft. Um, you know, as you mentioned earlier, Tua went to the Dolphins. Um, we had quarterback from Oregon also drafted to the Raiders, um, Justin Herbert. So some big moves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the overall, this, this draft was pretty loaded all around. Yeah. Um, and I think we, we had a really good draft. I think the Vikings were rated as the uh, top best and the Cowboys were second on that uh, based on all the experts from all the um, big networks. Um, but uh, one, one other name I want to throw out. I, a, uh, I, know we were talking about drafts draft for three agents earlier, um, a running back that the uh, Cowboys picked up uh, from TCU, Darius Anderson. This dude, um, Speedy, like the same kind of style that Zeke has where like you give him the ball and he just like finds that gap and explodes right through it. He's the same kind of running back. Um, His nickname is Jet. So you know what you're getting from this guy. And one of the great things about this guy, he's a special teams guy, man. I saw him return a kickoff, which is something we really need. And so I love this pickup. I think he's going to be really good. And I think we got the... um, uh, the running the running back that he split um, carries with two. Um, what was his name? Um, I don't remember his name, but um, he. I think we're going to be using him as a fullback. Which, which
0: one? other running back. Tony Pollard
1: from TCU. Oh. No, he, he came from TCU as well. Um, I don't know what his name was. I'll have to look that up. I was looking at his film earlier. But, um, so yeah, so we got two running backs from TCU as,
0: mm-hmm.
1: as um, our undrafted free agents. And we also got, like, two tight ends, which neither yep. one was very impressive to me. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, but I mean, we had a lot of signings from free agent uh, undrafted free agency. Um, let's see how it does. But I, I like this guy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, another big move made today, um, Jameis signed a one-year contract um, with the Saints. Yeah. So, big move within the same division.
1: Remember that meme I said to you earlier today where, like, oh, Jameis uh, is not going to be competing for the starting job <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Taysom <laughs> because Jameis has completed more passes to the Saints than uh, Taysom has in the last 18 games? <laughs> that was good. Hilarious. This guy – I <laughs> Jameis, you don't know what you're gonna get with Jameis, man. You don't know what you're getting with this guy. And dude, the NFC is just loaded. It is loaded right now.
0: I'm happy we actually get to get more competition with Tom Brady now that he's in he's in our conference. So
1: You're excited for more competition? I don't want more competition, I am. man. I- I don't want another 8-8 season. He's, when we're finally getting out of there.
0: He's always kind of stayed in, in his land. So sure. oh, it's nice to kind of see him venture in. And I mean, especially now. Now, now that we're ready. You know, this yeah. was the last season, I would have been like, please, no, go back. But.
1: Dude, Tampa is making some noise over there. But luckily, they're in the same division as the uh, Saints. And hopefully they can keep him in check over there. And,
0: and the Falcons.
1: Yeah, and the Falcons too. Ooh, Matt Ryan. That's a pretty tough division. Yeah. That is a super tough division. They're good all around, unlike the NFC East right now. <laughs> <where> <laughs> we, we we haven't had uh any team that's been like that's won like two years in a row, uh in a long time. Um yeah. it's always been like, oh Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys. And then Redskins would come up in there once in a while. And then the Giants would be like, oh, maybe. And then that, that was a long time ago. But Giants have not been anywhere near good. But they're on the up and up too. Giants are on the up and up. And I don't, I don't know about Dirty Dan. <laughs> there. <laughs>
0: the Dirty Dan competition has ended.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: There's now one Dirty Dan in New York. <laughs>
1: Daniel Jones, man. Um, I don't know what he is. He looked good, but he looked promising. Let me change that. He looked promising. But how promising? Mm, I don't know. Um, They got a solid running back over there. Um, And just maybe just try to build around him and kind of do what we were doing um, when we had that wide receiver by committee thing going on. But except over here, the weakness is more towards your – Um, Actually, they don't have that great of a depth at wide receivers either. I think everything they had, they just gave everybody away. Yeah. And Odell now, I hear, he wants out from um, the Browns as well.
0: He's been wanting out. (laughs)
1: Eh. Man. All right. So let's talk about this. Um, So the draft this year was all virtual this time around? Um, what did you think about it?
0: I mean, I thought overall it was very entertaining. I mean, viewership numbers skyrocketed this year. Um, I'm sure a lot of people were taking advantage of the fact um, of, of the draft because we have no sports. Um, but the NFL had reported 15.6 million viewers this year versus their previous high of 12.4 viewers, which was back in 2014. So a lot of people tuning in um let's talk about some hits and misses of the draft um first hit definitely would be um how despite being virtual we're still getting virtual boos with our hashtag boo the commish
1: (laughs) i love that that we didn't we didn't eliminate the chance to boo the commissioner and i love how he's embraced it too (laughs) he knows that we love to boo that guy traditions are important
0: now more than ever.
1: And while I considered skipping this one, Bud Light reminded me,
0: it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
1: He's like, yeah, bring on the booze. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> that was just like, I kind of felt bad of him in that moment. <laughs> it are you okay you need a um, hug no. roger
0: <laughs> i loved how before the draft happened um i think this was like two three weeks ago how a lot of fans were sharing goodell's location so just in case if people wanted to know where he lives so they could go and boo him outside his house what <laughs> so, yeah. that does
1: not seem safe
0: nope but mm. it's great i love how fans are all on the same page the boos must continue.
1: Let's just do the virtual booze, though. (laughs) I feel bad for that guy. But, yeah, I'm sure, I mean, dude, there was, for the longest time, we haven't had any sports right now. Like, even baseball is canceled. Like, baseball's like, you know, nothing's on TV. Baseball is, all right, fine, I'll watch this, you know. And right now, we don't even have that. Um, So, this was amazing. This was, like, the closest thing it got to football, to any sport right now that's happening live. Um, so it was exciting. So I'm not even surprised that, you know, everybody in in America was watching this. Um, so yeah, I, I, I love how, um, we got to see everyone's homes and their surroundings. Like, you know, like I know a lot of times, like a lot of players decide to just, you know, stay home and, uh, be with their families during the draft. Um, But, like, you know, having to see the the coaches and the GMs um, at home with their family trying to make this pick happen, it was kind of cool. A lot of funny moments.
0: A a lot lot of crazy things
1: that we were able to see. Um, Of course, Mm -hmm. the CD uh, clip with his girl (laughs) and grabbing his phone. Um, What was the other one that I sent you one for?
0: Um, it was Bill Belichick's dog taking over.
1: Oh, yes, Bill Belichick's dog <laughs> making the pick for him. <laughs> With Landon Collins in the second round a few years ago, but there you see a canine resemblance for Bill Belichick, uh, the Patriots head coach, and Nick Casario, the director of player personnel. The Patriots are finally participating in the draft process. Let's see where they go.
0: Also, <laughs> the the Titans. And I don't oh know what was God. going on.
1: What was happening in his house?
0: <laughs> I have like, no idea. But you know what's funny? Because I sent this to you earlier. Like, apparently they have this weird tradition going. You know, they had the pineapple and the monkey last year. Um, so I don't know if it's like a Tennessee thing.
1: What is happening in Tennessee? <laughs> 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 yeah, but Mike Bravel's house was... Kind of sketch. Like, I don't know what his kids were doing. But the next day, I don't know if you noticed, but on day two, he kicked everyone out. (laughs) He was just by himself. He's like, enough of this nonsense. And he was by himself in that room, uh, which (laughs) he probably was pissed (laughs) off after he uh, found out what all his kids were doing in the back. But really, really Mm -hmm. weird. But... I love it. See, it's moments like that that, like, I want every year to be virtual so we can see what's happening in yeah, the back of <laughs> everybody's house. Yeah, it, I don't know. I liked it. I like it yeah. a lot. And Jerry can flex on his, on his yacht. Next year, he's going to be probably awesome. drafting from the moon. <laughs> be a real live Bond villain. <laughs> Have a Great. secret lair on the moon.
0: Great. <laughs> or inside of a published. lava. <laughs> <laughs> um so one miss I think would be I mean I know the first round always starts off slow we have some introductions and so on and forth but 30 minutes for the first two picks I mean at one point in time they were complimenting a league owner's sectional couch she's like oh nice sectional couch by the way when we all see on the screen it says pick is in so <laughs> why are we killing us with the small talk
1: (laughs) yeah uh well i mean i understand i kind of understood why they're giving more time this round too because this was the first time they're doing all virtual i mean i I don't understand why this is such a a new concept for them i've been picking fantasy league (laughs) teams my whole (laughs) life i've been doing pretty good it's fine you know we make it work like there's like half the country does it like almost on the same day, the day after the last preseason game or the weekend after the last preseason game, everyone's on ESPN. Yes. They crash it sometimes, but like they figured it out by now. NFL can do the same with like, you know, 32 teams and their GMs. But yeah, I know. I understand. There's a lot of like complexity to that. You're making trades and it has to be secure. I have to yeah. have the IT on there. I get it. So that's why they had the extra time on there to give them, you know, in case something goes wrong, in case they need to make a trade, something uh, you know, unable to, any IT difficulties. So I was fine with it. Um, I think it went by really smooth. The the draft yeah. was um, really well handled. I think they were able to pivot very well and plan out everything. <laughs> yeah, you like that?
0: Insert, insert, insert. <laughs> <laughs> pivot.
1: Um, yeah, I think it was good the biggest miss for me was what in the hell was up with ESPN putting everyone on blast? Yeah. Jamal is a great player. His mom went through six years of drugs addiction and his father was run over by a bus, but check out his route running and blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you putting out his family like so much emotional drama on there? Like, like yeah. leave their family alone. Like, let's put out, like leave out all that stuff. We don't need to, you know, like point out all the terrible things that happened with their family. Like not everything has to be such a big story, you know, like just yeah, let it be, let them enjoy the moment or, you know, like once in a while, I guess, you know, if something that's, really affected the player. Like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like it was overkill. It was overkill. Yeah. Like, tone it down a little bit.
0: Um, but it was
1: pretty insane, man. Like, I saw so many. So, almost every player had some, like, terrible thing that happened as highlight about them. Like, is that, like, a, like, a factor that all teams are looking at? Like, what's the crappy thing that's happened to you?
0: I don't know if this was first round or it probably was first round but it was when they were introducing the cowboys and they had some time to talk before the pick was in but for some reason they had to highlight how we haven't won the super bowl since like 1995 and i'm like why, why is this relevant right now why, do you need to bring this up during the draft
1: <laughs> no, of course of course you got to point it out
0: <laughs> they have to throw that in somewhere
1: love <laughs> it in somehow we know
0: this isn't even the Cowboys pick.
1: <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Right. But, yeah, it was a fun draft. I, awesome. I, I like this. I want him to do this more often. I want to catch more weird stuff that happens. Well, there was this one <laughs> other um, player who his girl was sitting on his lap when they made the call, and his mom had to come pull her off.
0: <laughs> off. I remember that.
1: <laughs> that was another really funny one oh my god see it's we wouldn't have gotten to see all these bombs it was just you know all professional and they're all war rooms no i like this it's good it's like our own little reality show and i'm not big on reality shows but this i would watch (laughs) this i loved watching i liked it all right so what else do we have
0: so that's about it that we have for today that's it.
1: Cool. All right. So hope you guys enjoyed another episode of Cowboys Talk. Um, again, make sure to hit that subscribe button down there and subscribe to our channel. Get all the updates. As soon as we post a video, you'll know it. Uh, and also look out for us on Instagram at Cowboys Talk Podcast. Follow us and we'll give you some more insights there. And uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, look for us. Cowboys talk. Subscribe. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us ramble on about the Cowboys. And we will see you again next week. See you
0: later. Yeah.